shone onto the burglar's face, showing every feature clearly, good features in a pale, startled face. In the doorway stood a man wearing pyjamas, carrying a poker. The toolkit dropped to the floor. "'That stopped your little game,' the newcomer said. His voice was hoarse, his hair dishevelled, his grey eyes looked very bright. "'Stand up!' The burglar stood up by the side of the open safe, his foot touching the toolkit. The other man moved forward, raising the poker. Turn round and... The burglar dropped his right hand to his pocket and snatched out a gun. Some jewels fell as he did so. The man in the doorway leapt forward with poker raised. The gun roared, twice. Bullets tore into the chest of the man with the poker. A foot away from the burglar, he stopped, reared upwards and clutched at his chest. He made funny little sounds deep in his throat. Blood appeared between his fingers. He pitched forward. The burglar moved back to avoid his victim's body. He thrust the gun into his pocket, snatched up the kit and peered round. He ignored the small jewels on the floor. His eyes looked different, his manner was different, there was fear in him. He saw nothing that he'd dropped and tried to think. Now he tidied everything up, he could... A girl screamed. The sound tore through the burglar's body much as the bullets had torn through flesh and bone. His heart gave a wild leap. The girl was in the hall. Obviously she had just crept there from her bedroom. She was small and very young. Twelve, he knew. She had long fair hair and wore green pyjamas which were too small for her. Her enormous eyes looked like pools of blue flame. She screamed again. The man snatched at his gun but fumbled. His movement, perhaps his expression, galvanized the child into action. She sprang towards another door, the door of the flat which led to the staircase, and disappeared. The man leapt forward, but kicked against the outstretched arm of the man he had shot. He tripped. He was frightened and had lost his nerve. He banged against the room door and hurt his knee and his hand. Another door slammed. The man rushed forward, swearing viciously. The landing door was closed. He hurried forward and opened it and heard the girl running down the stairs and screaming, Help! 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 The man thought he heard another sound of a male voice. He stopped, swung back into the room and closed and locked the door. Then he went to the window out of which he had looked at three o'clock. Nothing had changed. The dark shape of the car, of the lawns and flower beds, all were there. He flung open the window and began to climb out. There was a rope hanging down, and nearby were drain pipes and window sills. He went down, holding on to the rope, which he had fastened onto a drain pipe earlier to meet such an emergency as this. He held onto the rope with both hands and kept his feet against the wall. Halfway down, a light flashed on from a window near him. It fell onto his face, and there was nothing he could do about it. He actually saw into a room. A man was getting out of bed, naked except for a pair of pyjama trousers. A woman, her dark hair tousled, was leaning up on one elbow. Her mouth was open. The man went out of the room. Fred! the woman cried. The burglar did not think she had seen him. He went on down as swiftly as he could and reached the ground. He stood quite still for a moment, fighting for breath. Lights appeared at other windows. The burglar took out his gun and held it tightly as he went towards the little car which was pointing towards the road. He made no sound as he got in and didn't close the door properly. It needed slamming. He started the engine. Then he thought he heard a shot but couldn't be sure. He eased off the brake, the car nosed towards the road.
Once on it, he trod on the accelerator and swung towards the right, the main road, and London, the easiest city in the world to get lost in. The engine roared. He didn't look out or upwards, or he would have seen faces at the windows of the flats. Inside, the man wearing pyjama trousers was on the second-floor landing, with a neighbour from the bottom floor, and the girl. She had stopped screaming, but was shivering uncontrollably. The men couldn't get a word out of her. The tousled woman reached the landing, took the girl in her arms, and said, "'Betty, don't worry. Tell me what it is.' The girl shivered and shook, and there was horror in her eyes. She did not attempt to speak. "'I don't like this,' one of the men said. "'Go and find out,' screeched the woman. "'Go on, Fred.' The two men, one with a dressing gown on, started upstairs. On the top landing was the closed door, and nothing to guide them. They put their shoulders to the door, and it creaked. At the third attempt, it swung open. Lights were on.